So this episode is titled Super Nigga. And the reason it is titled that is because uh, in the past week, I, uh, I've actually come across something that kind of that kind of made me upset. The reason it made me really upset is because, one, again, I didn't know all this. And, two, it goes to show how far uh, racist people are willing to go to not let us have anything as black people. And, again, I won't say, you know, oh, white people or white America because I think that's too too uh, generalized. I'm going to call it what it is because there are good people out there, both sides, this and that, and all that shit, right? So I will say racist people. And these are the links that racist people are willing to go to not let us have anything. So in a couple of weeks here in Korea, um, there's going to be the Seoul Comic Con. Seoul Comic Con starts on August 2nd through August 4th. And in preparation for that, because I plan on doing some videos there and a whole bunch of other stuff, I've come across something that I didn't know that most of us may not know. So maybe uh, if you guys about my age, 34, 35, and if you grew up watching uh, superhero cartoons, if you're into the comics and all that stuff, there's a show about a black teenager, dark-skinned brother, had dreads and everything. He was like the black Spider-Man. And you guys know who I'm talking about. His name was Static Shock. And it was such a great cartoon because they discussed a lot of stuff that other cartoons wouldn't even touch. They talked about racism. They talked about drugs. They talked about doing the right thing. They talked about guns and violence, all this stuff. It was a great cartoon show. Now, just to give you guys a little bit background, just a just a little bit. And if you guys are out there listening and if I get some of these facts wrong, please correct me. Right. Static Shock was on. Um, I think it was uh, what they used to call themselves, whatever they used to call themselves before they were CW, WGN, whatever. It was on one of those other stations that you couldn't get the channel unless you actually had cable. And long story short, the uh, static shot ended up being beco- becoming a part of DC Comics through different you know, changes of ownership of the original creators and all this stuff. So one of the creators, a couple of the creators or co-creators, whatever you want to call them, um, they were on, they wrote an article. One of the guys wrote an article about the links that DC went to uh, keep Static Shop from really being a part of the main DC universe. Now you'll notice things have changed because in the past maybe eight or nine years, uh, I think Static has also appeared in, actually, let me go back a little bit further. In the past 12 years, Static Shock was part of the DC animated universe. He appeared in episodes of uh, Justice League Unlimited, if I'm not mistaken. It was one of the Justice League shows. I think it's uh, Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. And the reason I'm talking about this on the Black Show is because it really, again, it really goes to 
show what links people willing to do not to not let us have anything. They won't even let us believe that we can be superheroes. The whole point of watching these shows is to feel like, you know what? Maybe a man can fly. Maybe a man can swing from a web. But that only uh, pertains to a, I guess that only pertains to a white man. I guess they only want us to believe that only a white man can swing from a spider web, right? Or only a white man can fly because if there's ever superpowers to ever hit the world, you know, like they would skip over black people for whatever reason. Like superpowers would be like, uh, nah, uh, nah, we don't really want niggas flying today. Sorry about that. Hence the title of this episode, Super Nigger, a myth. They don't want us to have that. And if you guys uh, recognize that title, then kudos to you. That is from, um, that is from somebody's, uh, that's from, that's a, you know, a tribute to Richard Pryor, right? Super nigga. He was in Superman, probably uh, one of the, uh, one of the only roles of an African-American in that movie that I can remember. I can't remember which Superman, if it was one or two. I believe it was Superman 2. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, it goes to show what links that people are willing to do to uphold the racial status quo. So the article I'm talking about, and I'm going to post it in the description of this podcast, is the plot against static shock. Steve Jeppy joins Wayne Brady and run DMC on Michael Davis's black panel Friday at San Diego comic-con and as you read this article it is just amazing at the links that people willing to go through to uphold their racist ways to keep us like not believing that we can do the same things that they can do if tommy next to me he's why he wants to believe that he can be a superhero why should he look at me like eh, nah, you know you can't be a superhero I mean, it's, you know, it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy links that um, that people go through to make these things happen. As you read the article, you're thinking like, wow, was it really that important for them to do this for a black TV show just to keep this black TV show? Or let me rephrase that, to keep this black character animated character off of television off of the show then once he was off the show really not make him part of the dc animated universe because all those uh uh, comics or all those uh, animated cartoons were produced under the warner brothers um animation all that stuff and again um it was end up being purchased the characters end up being purchased by um Time Warner, which is owned by AT&T. You know, after hearing this, that makes me not want to buy shit else related to DC Comics. It makes me not want to watch another Batman movie, another, not another DC movie, none of that shit. If you're not into comics, you don't know what I'm talking about, DC. 
Uh, just fucking Google it. That's all I can tell you. I don't want to explain to you the difference between DC and Marvel and all that. They're but basically two different brands. And I've often said this in the past to some of my other friends that are into comics and everything. We talk about these things. We have these debates and everything. I always say that the DC, uh, the DC EU sucks because the characters are not relatable to the everyday working man. Because you want the everyday average person to go see these movies, right? So if I go see a superhero movie, I'm looking like, man, that's cool. But their characters are so unrelatable to the everyday man. Uh, I'll take Captain America. He's a dude, served this country. He wanted to do some good. He had he was sick. He wasn't physically able. He had to go through experiment. People want to believe that, hey, maybe something like that can happen in real life. That's the whole point of people believing in these movies and believing in these uh, superheroes because they can do the things that we can't. And we want to believe that maybe in like there's a point zero zero percent chance that that could be actually us one day because we like to see ourselves in superheroes or the villains. If you're into the bad guys or whatever you like, we like to see ourselves as those characters in some kind of fantasy fashion, but the DC characters aren't relatable. They have, they really have no struggle. Okay. Batman parents kill. Got it. But he's rich as fuck. You can get a lot of therapy when you're rich as fuck, right? Maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying. But Batman is badass. Again, back to my original point about static. Static shock. So if you guys get a chance, please Google this guy. Please, let's not let static shock fade from our minds. Because the people who remember static shock now are grown men, women with responsibilities, kids. So introduce your kids to static shock. Say, hey, this is static shock. This is what static shock looked like. And on top of that, static shock was this dark-skinned kid, had dreads, you know, and I think that's important too because I think when we see in the media a black male with dreads, like, you know, it's like, oh, shit, some shit's about to happen. Some shit is about to go down. Like, I, I think that has a, they've portrayed that in a negative light, which will bring me to another point in a few minutes. So there's quite a few things that over the past couple of days that I've seen on TV that just fucking bothered me. And this uh, and this article is one of the things that I've seen that bothers me because, you know, it just makes me not want to buy DC. And what's shocking is in the comic books, DC, they have a very diverse uh variety of characters they they're very diversified they're very inclusive in the actual written page but when they translate it to movies they take away all the diversity they take away the things you love about it even in some of the animated movies which are pretty decent right the animated movies are way better than their actual live action movies 
they take away the things that make those things great and put it on TV. So they get rid of all this stuff. So the Justice League is only one one brother on the team, you know, and he's whatever, cyborg, whatever. I I never was a great I I wasn't a big cyborg fan. I remember cyborg from uh the Justice Friends or Super Friends or whatever. That cyborg was cool. One day I do a video about that black character, but for right now I just want to say that I think it's messed up. And as you guys read this article, you'll uh you'll go through and you'll see like the links the co-creator had to go through to to keep his characters like image alive, to keep the character static shock alive out there for other black children to see. So again, my challenge to you guys is please introduce your kids to static shock. And I'm going to relate this to um, my daughter. Sometimes my daughter tells me that she, that I'm not, I'm not pretty because my hair is not like the Korean kids hair or my hair is this, or, uh, or she feels like she has to wear makeup just to feel pretty because her skin is not like, not light like the other kids skin. So when I show her images or we watch movies of black characters, I show her characters who have darker skin than her. And like, look, Angel, she's pretty. Or that girl's pretty. Look, she's not wearing makeup. She's not makeup wearing makeup. And she's on TV and she's a movie star. So, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, whether your skin is light or dark. You just be the best you that you can be. And and go from and just go from there because if you believe in yourself, it doesn't matter. I don't want to sound like a cheesy after school special, but this shit is getting out of out of hand or what they're trying to tell us to teach our kids about what's pretty and what's not. You know, it's like what is going on? So I sometimes I say this as well. The world is crazy. The world has gotten crazy. The world has not gotten crazy. Everything has been crazy. It's just now with technology and a camera and there's a phone any in everywhere. We're just now hearing and seeing the craziness. The stuff that were that was going down in this article that I'm talking about happened over a span of years over time. But now it's 2019. He's now talking about it. I wish I was at San Diego Comic-Con so I can get his story. Um, Maybe I'll reach out to him, have him as a guest on my um, podcast, but we'll see and we'll we'll try to work that. But I want to make sure we get this out. Please introduce your kids, your sons, your daughters. Yeah, still let them play with the Spider-Mans and all that, but show them Static Shock. Static Shock was cool and he wasn't like he wasn't corny that's what was cool about him he wasn't corny they didn't make him corny they didn't make him like just stupid corny he was just him he was a kid he wasn't one of these kids that was trying to like he wasn't trying to be a dancer he wasn't trying to be this and that this and that and uh and i may have hinted at this in a previous videos that Sometimes when they show us on TV, they always show us just singing and dancing, and that's it. 
in my clip from uh, that I played from Trevor Noah, he hints at, well, it's always made slave criminal, but he is actually forgetting that it is actual also singer, dancer, rapper. He's forgetting those stereotypes too because those are the new made slaves criminals if you think about it i mean singers the way they treat um, music stars these days and artists these days they lock them into these contracts you know you may think an artist is rich when they first start off and you see these rappers on these tv shows and you see them on these music videos and they got all this ice half that shit in their videos rented right if you start off rapping and they give you give you a million dollar bonus, right? You got to pay taxes on that shit, right? So that leaves you with 600,000. So now you got to do other shit to make money. So you do your club appearances, you do your you go on tour or whatever, get uh money for each performances and you try to get into uh endorsements and all that shit, right? Try to do what you can. And again, Made slave criminal. Another word for that is rapper, singer, dancer. Same thing. I, you know, I even throw one more out there. College athlete. If that is not, if the NCAA and the college sports system is not some slave ass shit, I don't know what is. That is just modern legalized slavery modern legal slavery that's all that shit is right you got the athletes physically you know uh physically dominant black men they are categorized they are let's just say for lack of a better term product not in the physical sense but in the metaphorical sense right then they made the work. Then, then you can't pay them. And it's illegal to pay them. If I wasn't talking about sports and I said, hey, you got these guys. Hey, man, that, that dude over there has these guys um, working, has these young black men working for free. And they'll be training and working for 14-hour days. What would you think I'm talking about? What? What is that? That's modern slavery, right? So many things, right? So many things that have upset me this week as I lead into all these things. They may sound totally unrelated, but they are related. They all all are related. Static shock. They're trying to tell us we can't be superheroes, okay? If we can't be superheroes, but other people can be superheroes, then what can we be? Oh, um, we have singer, rapper, dancer. You good at that? Well, I don't like to dance. I can't fucking rap. And I don't like to sing either. Oh, um, um, can you throw this little, can you throw this round thing in this, uh, circle thing up there against the wall? Uh, Yeah. When does training start? It starts uh, now in the summer. Oh, it's hot as fuck outside. I don't want to do that shit. Oh, well, that's all we got for you. Sorry, you got to flip burgers. 
you gotta I don't know, you gotta work on car repair. You gotta be a rent a cop. No offense to rent a car and car repairments. Those are just things that I don't wanna fucking do. And so so what options do we have? What can we be? What can I show my daughter what she can be? And my daughter may be may not go through the same struggle. And I realize that my daughter, she's light skinned and as she get older, things are gonna be easier for her. Is it it is just will. You know, she won't know the same struggle as a little girl her age that are that is dark skinned. So we try to still be all inclusive of everything and um and recognize all colors, all shades of black because we're all black. But in this society there are differences. We do go through different struggles. So, um, again, all this stuff is related. What leads me to another point when we talk about representation on TV, and this is something that really, really irritates the fuck out of me. Well, two things. Number one, when they show a dark-skinned male, even on black TV shows, right, when you have this cast of black characters most of them light skin. When they introduce the dark skin character, it's like, have you noticed that the dark skin character has a certain, um, he's kind of vilified a little bit. Like if there's a cheating boyfriend or whatever, let's get this dark skin guy to be the cheating boyfriend or this and that. Somebody who does that a lot in, in quite a few of his movies. And I hate that he fucking does this. Tyler Perry, right? If you if you look at um if you look at why did I get married, right? If you look at um I can't think of those movies. Not why did I get married. It's a diary of a mad black woman. You know, the dark skinned guy's the villain in that. It's like, okay. Dark skinned guy is the one that does the warm around. The dark skinned guy, then the light skinned brother comes and saves him. And I hate that because that's further showing that, you know, the darker your skin is, the closer you are to being bad or being evil or black is bad. But as you get lighter, being brown is not so bad and closer to white is, is absolutely great and good. And which is ironic because white is the reflection of all color. White means colorness, color uh, less, really. It's reflection of all color, right? But whatever, I'm I'm digging a little deep into that. It's been a little too scientific with that. But my point is I hate that they do this, right? Second thing I hate, I hate every time they show rap music or they introduce rap music in the TV show is always when it's time to go do something bad or when it's time to go do something bad, everyone put on all black, like black is the color. So uh, to me, that bothers me because it's like black is not bad. Good guys wear black, right? Um, Again, when, when they go, when they do this, uh, I'm trying to think of a couple of shows they did this, right? 
I was watching The Flash, one of the episodes of Flash. Barry went back in time. Uh, he and his daughter went back in time to do something, and they had on all black, right? Watching another show, they get ready to go downtown. They're going to buy some drugs, and as soon as they get ready to go downtown, the bad area of town, they start playing rap music in the background. Rap music is not supposed to be the tool that people use to uh, the the vilify, the further vilify black people. And it's always when they when they get ready to go, when the main character of some show or something is getting ready to go do something bad, like buy some drugs or or do something sneaky or do something they're not supposed to do, go to a bad part of town or commit a crime or something like that. So let's play some rap music. Like like when you listen to rap music, oh, some bad shit's about to happen. You already know. You already know. Before the camera finished panning to the scene, I already know what they're doing. I already know what they're getting at. So that goes back to representation. And I don't like how we're being represented, especially uh, dark-skinned uh, men on TV. It is fucking crazy. And it's like, you watch it, and it's like, whoa. It's like, eh, you think it's normal, but if you really look closer at it, you're just like, wow. Maybe, maybe Ben, you got a point. Maybe Ben Rawls, you have a point about what you're saying. And so next time you guys watch a TV show or you watch some of these movies, even with black characters, just watch how the dark-skinned male is vilified. I've seen it in quite a few other movies before. I can't think of all the movies off the top of my head. Um, The only other show that I saw this on, which I watched today, I watched the episode of Marlon on Netflix. It's the one when uh, his, when uh, Marlon's ex-wife best friend is dating this guy who's a dark skinned guy, but he's the one that has the other girlfriend. He's the one that's cheating. He's the one that doesn't give a fuck. He's the one that's violent. And I hate how they do us like that. And the whole time I'm watching this episode, I'm fucking pissed. And I hope there's other people out there that share my same frustration with these issues. Maybe I'm nitpicking. And in the words of, uh, of, uh, nope, I was going to say Batman, but that's wrong. Anyway, uh, because you are paranoid does not mean that you're wrong. So because I'm being a little like picky about this doesn't necessarily mean I'm wrong because I have a point just hoping others see the point and I'll share my point. So um, if you guys want to know what I'm talking about, I'm going to post some links in the description of this podcast so you guys can check it out for yourselves. And again, we're talking about the whole gamut of things here on the black show. When we're talking about representation, we're talking about how, um, others view us and all these different things and they're all related you know even though i started off talking about a a kid's cartoon from like the 90s and it's all related because it goes back to how we're represented we had a character that represented uh kids in a positive way he was trying to make his neighborhood safe he was literally like the black version of spider-man kept his neighborhood safe accident changed him he had a best friend he had a girl he liked he had only differences uh he had uh he actually had a he actually had a family 
minus the mom and the mom didn't die of anything like stupid or anything like that. Nobody in his family was on no drugs or had no bullshit um, storyline or been in jail. Everybody were, his family was positive images of dark skinned African American family. And I say, and I say dark skin for a reason. And I point that out for a reason. Because most of your black shows, when they include an all-black cast, they don't include, they're not very inclusive of uh, a lot of uh, dark-skinned African-American uh, people. And, and I point this out because we're being left out. Because that's another tool they're using to separate men and women of color by saying, hey, we're only going to give opportunities to these lightly colored ones. So that's going to make the dark colored ones or people of a darker complexion resent the people of a lighter complexion. And that's going to further divide us, right? Not only does that further divide us, because that is dividing us, that's going to make us make decisions based off those emotions. And some people can't handle the emotions um, like other people can. So that's where I'm at with that. You know, it's all about representation. So hopefully, you know, as we talk about the things, these things and have these discussions, we can make a difference and change the world and change everybody's opinion. Um, again, this uh, this got me thinking because pretty soon I'm gonna be going to the Comic Con in uh, in Korea, and I'm gonna be looking at the amount of representation of African Americans or Black people. I shouldn't say African Americans; I should say Black people in general at the Seoul Comic Con in Seoul, South Korea. And again, that's coming up um, August second through August fourth. And uh, I look forward to it. You know, there's going to be some guest stars there. Not a whole bunch of people I'm excited about. Uh, half the people on the list, I don't even know. who. I don't even know who they are, some of these celebrities or whatever. But um, there's nothing wrong with getting out, diversifying your contact list and getting to know people and all that stuff. So, uh, again, we're talking about representation. Make sure you introduce your kids to Static Shock. Who is Static Shock? And yes, even though uh, Super Nigga is a myth, Superman's a myth too. We can be superheroes too. So if that's one takeaway I want you guys to take away from this podcast, this episode right now is that we can.